0: Hello, and welcome to the Sister Sista podcast. I started this podcast as a guide for the young women coming into her own and for the women still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy, a stay-at-home mom who's building a community for women to uplift each other and feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about love, lifestyle, health, relationships, current events, and so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Hello and welcome to the Sister Sister podcast. I'm your host, Trudy, and thank you for being here for another week on our show. I have a returning guest. We've been having a long conversation before we hit the record button. So I'm welcoming back Angie. How are you doing, Angie? Hi Trudy, thank you so much for having me. Hello everyone. Um, so just refresh the listeners
1: and let them know a little bit more about you and what you do. Of course, of course. So hello everybody again. Um, I'm Angie. I um I am a work from home mom, full time work from home mom, and I also run uh, a baby brand called Little Z on the side, and we are launching soon. Can't wait for that. I'm excited to see. All of like your new pieces and stuff like that.
0: So thank you, excited thank you for that. Um, so today we have a topic that's near and dear to the heart of some mothers. I think it's going to be pretty relatable. Um, we're talking about default parenting, um, and we're going to dive into these conversations because I think we're now we both have toddlers, and um, I yes. think we have like a good like two years under our belts of like parenting. So we're going to dive into that and talk about the default. So if anyone doesn't know, a default parent is basically the parent that does like everything, like your breakfast, your lunches, the dinners, takes the kids to swimming, makes the appointments, knows like their social insurance number, like knows everything. And the other parent who's considered to be the backup parent doesn't always know all those <laughs> things. They typically <laughs> be asking the default parent about those things. So, um, and most of the time, people will say that the default parent, um, that title kind of lands on the woman or, the the yeah the woman in the uh, relationship. So, let's get into that because it's a big one.
1: I hope we yes, have enough It time. is.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about it, Angie? Because I, we have some feelings so, about this.
1: Yes. So, I think the first year, when you're in survival mode as a first-time mom um this happened to me actually um so speaking out of experience is that you're in survival mode and you just do everything and you realize at one point that you're doing everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you realize that your partner in my case my husband <laughs> doesn't help at all <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's not doing anything mm-hmm. um and it's just it, it, you know in, in the beginning you just don't understand it and then you talk about it you try to communicate it and it kind of nothing happens and you just start resenting your mm-hmm. partner and just builds up right yeah. until it just like that cup of water just like
0: it boils oh it's like it's boiling over like that pot of pasta exactly that's what happens it just it hits that point and it starts to boil over and resentment is definitely a part of that. When you're the default parent, you begin to like resent, you know, your partner because you're yeah. doing you're doing all the work. Like that's literally a part of the definition.
1: Oh my god, yeah. yeah. So that's uh literally what, you know, I think a lot of people go through and we don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. Um but the way so th- that was that was my first year. Um and then after the baby turned 1, we started talking about it more and because we fought over it so much and, you know, it's not like you're going to divorce this person. I mean, I think some people do Mm -hmm. um, over it, Uh, but I think the one thing that you, so I got to a point where I had to really, I had to really think, do I really love this person? (laughs) You know, because once you have the baby, the relationship changes completely Mm -hmm. and this whole you know default parenting thing happens and you feel so lost so lonely so resentful um and that's when you start thinking all these thoughts right come into your mind like did I make the right decision yeah you know is this the right person is this this the right partner that I actually want to because when you get married you 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 marry because you want to spend the rest of your life with them right Mm -hmm. but I think when you're with these issues these problems you second guess and question your decision for marrying that person mm-hmm. um and i came to a conclusion where okay i don't want to get a divorce i'm going to try to work this through in my way um which meant you know trying to like give him duties that he can do but at the same time like I know he's not it's, I know that it's never going to be 50 50 mm-hmm. like I just think I've accepted it and so I've accepted that the inequality per mm-hmm, se
0: mm-hmm.
1: but let's say right for example like the Sophie she drinks her milk at night right that milk better be prepared by the father there's mm-hmm. no way I will get up to make that milk. And Mm -hmm. I would scream for him to make that milk. But like, that's his chore, Mm -hmm. right? Also, like, because you're going to get tired at one point. And while you're questioning all these decisions that you've made before, you know, before having the baby, before marrying your husband, like, you just, you still live every day. Mm -hmm. And the trash needs to be taken out. The laundry needs to be done. The baby needs to be fed. She needs mm. to have her doctor appointments. She needs to get vaccinated. Like there's so many things, right? Um, So you still have to do them. So I think what I've learned, and it might not be the healthiest thing. It's just maybe a coping mechanism. Sometimes
0: it's just like what works for you. you exactly. What works for that
1: relationship. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. And you know, I'm not saying that I'm an example because I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an example. It's not 50 50, like not even. It's probably like 90 10, mm-hmm. if I put a number to it. But, um, you know, I could be really mad, but the moment I see my daughter with her father playing, mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn it, these people love each other so much, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's just like you just start. That's when you see like the image
0: that you had in your head of yeah. like what this this picture this kind of picturesque family it's like this is it this is what I envisioned. I totally get that because I've I've experienced that too where I'm like I see hubby playing yeah. with our son and I'm like wow like this is this is what I wanted. This is what every, you know, mom wants to see is like the family yeah. image, right? And the yeah. moments when we're, then we go back to those moments of like, if we have to wake up, you know, early or taking care of a sick kid or doing the breakfast, lunches and dinners, yeah. taking them out to swimming when they have temper tantrums and you don't feel like it's that complete 50-50, those are the moments where you really get to like resentment, you know?
1: Well, 100%. So it is
0: part of It's just like finding what works best for like you and your lifestyle. And I know not everyone would agree with that. Yeah. Um and really having some like serious conversations, yeah, um, about like listen, I feel like I'm the default parent. Like I am doing yeah. X, Y, Z every single day, and it is burning me out. I am tired, you know. Yeah. And if you're, having oh my to god, one thousand questions yeah. about where everything is for your child. Like if I had to go somewhere else, and you had <laughs> to so take funny. care of this child find their health card. Could you do it? (laughs) If not, we need to make some changes because, you know, know. this child is 50-50, you know, it's both, this child is both of us and we need to both be, you know, um, a tentative present parents for the child, the best way that, you know, we both can. Like I have to exercise patience every single day with my child. So, you know, hubby needs to exercise patience too to the best of their ability. Or if you're doing, you know, tag teaming and having that teamwork, like that needs to be there to the best of, you know, that person's ability.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 1000%. Conversations are super important. I remember one time, like I was, I couldn't keep it, in, like I, I couldn't keep it inside anymore. And it was just, I was so vocal and I was just crying. I think I was having like, it was almost like a panic attack. I was mm-hmm. just crying and crying and crying and crying. And just, and he was like shocked. He was like, why, why are you crying like you're having a panic attack? And I was like, and I just, got it all out i just yeah. told him everything and it was just very i think that's when he realized so oh, shit like she's really suffering she's really at a breaking point yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. until so, you get think, to
0: that point i yeah can totally get that can totally yeah, get that uh,
1: and i think we we probably get it you know different levels but i mean they're all legitimate
0: mm-hmm. like, all the feelings and, all the feelings are valid all oh the God, feelings yeah. are valid
1: yeah, and, you know, you don't know how much a relationship changes after a baby. Like, I feel like, and I love my child. And I I actually, we want to have another one. We'll see about that. <laughs> but because if it's going to be a repetition of the story, Ooh. I'm just like, <laughs> that's what I keep telling him. You know, it, oh. it's just, it changes you completely. I feel like it's the biggest scam. Mm-hmm. Like, i get it i get it oh my god nobody told me this i mean yes you love your child like unconditionally and you cry so much and you grow as a person but oh my god like it's insane like Mm. it's just like it's sometimes and especially like the shock of having a baby i think there's like a shock that we don't digest it right away. It takes mm-hmm. us like months and months. Where because we're in survival mode constantly. And like when we just have like a little bit of time to breathe and we start rationalizing, like, oh, mm-hmm. I have a baby that's like six, eight, seven months, like oh, I'm doing everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And you just start like, because a lot of the things is in our head, right? Um, like we our ideas shape. The way we think so I think that shock um of all these like accumulates and it just like explodes at one point point. Mm-hmm. and if you don't have the support it's super hard
0: yeah there's so yeah. many like there are probably in a day and I, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast of like the amount of things if I was to write down the beginning of the day of all the things that are on my head it's probably at least like 20 things to the point where there are times where I have to, I get up at like four o'clock in the morning. If I went to bed at like eight 30, I'm like, I'm ready to go out four. Cause my mind is like, we're ready to yeah. go. We're ready to start the day. And yeah. we have to get it. We have to get ahead of this toddler. So you need to get up. Now, Tell me about it. And I need to get up before like hubby gets up and he wants to like, have these, no disrespect to hubby, but like have conversations and I'm just like looking at my watch, like hmm, we have things to do i
1: love that i love that
0: <laughs> we have things to do i know that you want to talk about
1: yeah, other yeah, yeah. just
0: like you know everyday stuff but like we got the laundry yeah. it takes like you oh know a couple God, hours yeah. you know we got to get yeah. dinner started we got to do so many things so like the conversation's great that. but um when you're the default parent you're already thinking of like all these things that um oh need God, to be yeah. done yeah, and um, it's just always nonstop. <laughs> it's always nonstop. So until you have those conversations, like it, it's gonna always be like that. So yeah, and you can't. You realize, I think once you get to that, either that breaking point or you're, when your child is finally like a toddler, you're realizing, wait, this is not sustainable, and I can't. Keep, I can't keep doing this because a, I have a, I have a child and responsibilities. My partner needs to be aware of those same responsibilities, and it needs to be shared responsibilities yeah like if I feel this strongly about raising a child raising you know future <laughs> generations like my partner has to feel that way too and understand like how serious it is and like let's do right. this together because we're a team so and it's not just like we talk about it and then it happens for like a day and then we stop doing it it's like you, I need to see consistency and I feel like that part of it like that part of having a child kind of like hardens you that you have to almost be a little bit rigid with your partner that way and saying like how serious this is and how it makes you feel for them to like really understand and like i need you to say it back to me like how serious this is to me i think is important i think
1: yeah i think you know as long as they understand that i think it's uh like they need to or you need to make the default parent needs to make the other parent understand how important all these steps are right Um, Because there are things that, like, I feel like he thinks more about me, like, sorry, he he thinks more about, for example, education, he thinks more about that than me, like, right now, for me, I just want to make sure that, you know, like, she's dressed, that she's healthy, that she's, that she's clean, you know, that she's fed. Um, But he's like, thinking about, like, education, like, you know, where is she going to study? You know, is the school around here good enough? Like, so it's like, you know, I th- I feel like when you also realize that this other person also has an agenda and he's also like, he's also actually thinking about it, maybe mm-hmm. not the same things as you, you feel a little lighter about it, right? Mm-hmm. You feel like you're not alone. You feel like you're in it together in this project of raising this child to send off to society like you, because it's the truth. It's mm-hmm. like, that. We're we're raising these kids for the next generations for society to be a decent like a human being in society, right? And not to so mention I your think,
0: legacy too, if you think about it too, like you're thinking of like your oh family's legacy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just wanna make sure that, you know, it's it's hard, but as long as there's communication and and you feel like, you know, he covers or she covers certain things that you're not covering. But as long as the team together works, because 50 50, I think it's like amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, you know, in my marriage, I don't see it happening ever. So that's what scares me though, like for mm-hmm. a second baby, right? Because I want to have a second baby, but I don't want to take care of that second baby the way I took care of my first child. You know, I get that
0: if it stays like a 90 10 you still think like that's that's at a good point or it needs to be a little <laughs> bit more
1: balanced <laughs> I think it needs to be a little more balanced
0: mm-hmm. I,
1: I wouldn't be able to survive because right now like or she's bigger too right so mm-hmm. I mean maybe it's a little I don't know I really don't know everybody's like when the kids are bigger it's easier yeah Yes and no you still have to watch them like exactly you know, she, she might jump off like a, a table or something she like, the other day i found i found her eating chocolates off a table so yeah. you know it's very possible when they after like the age of 2 they just they do crazy stuff
0: so you have yeah. to like and they're so fast so they're so fast they're so fast so that's yeah. the thing it's like yeah having you have to have you have to have like full teamwork if you're going to have, I think like a baby number two and I'm completely on the same page with you because I probably had a meltdown about it. And I remember yeah. talking to my sister about it and she was like, I think she was a little bit sad for me because I was like, it'd be great to have like baby number two. But like, if you don't have that other parent, 100%, like 100%, yeah. you, I don't know how some, how some mothers do it. It's just like, I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's totally crazy. Unless I'm like, I, unless I'm going to have like a nanny or have like my mom here for like the first year
1: right no totally so that's that's the thing right like i don't but also like having help is super super important like the best is when it's your mom Mm -hmm. because you're able to say yes this is fine no this is not fine like because it's your mom it's like they don't need they don't need it's so funny
0: Because like if I go see my sisters, I don't have to tell them what to do, like they just know, and they'll be like, "Is this okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." But they don't need to be like, "Do I need to change the diaper? Where are the wipes? Where do you keep?" Like they just know. So it's it's weird to me. (laughs) I know. When the other parent is like, "Where is this? Where is that?" And I'm like, "You
1: live here." (laughs) I know. Tell me about it. This happened today.
0: (laughs) Like, how do you not know how you live here? So that's part. Those parts can be like extremely frustrating um on how to like just getting through the day to day and like not understanding how how those stuff get get missed consistently oh my god yeah
1: i just mm-hmm. think yeah i think that definitely has to change i mean it has to and i think it it will because you know not that i'm optimistic but i just feel like you know he knows how hard it was in the beginning mhm um, because he's seen me, and I think I gave him a lot of what's the word slack. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I let him, I let him get away with a lot because he had started a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like his dream job. So, I really sacrificed a lot for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the bank they give you six weeks of paternity leave. He took two. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that so and that was because he had started that job and I think now we're at a better he's also at a better place with his job where he can you know instead of taking two he'll take six Mm -hmm. hopefully we'll see maybe four so you know but it's better than two
0: (laughs) so that's true there's that balance there and I know that sometimes people mention when it's there is that dynamic of default parenting that usually the parent there's one parent that's working and providing financially like one hundred percent, and then you have the other one who isn't. And I know that's obviously different now in like this modern day where you have a mom who's a work from home, yeah, and also like a dad who's also work from home or fully working too. So there's not just like that one sole winner So right. even and though I you're think, working and yeah. having that full that full time of, that full scope of work, you still have to put on the mom hat.
1: Oh, totally. And that's I think that's a lot. What you know, a lot of people don't realize especially women that are like very career focused Mm -hmm. is that you know because women that are very career focused they also dream about having a wonderful married household Mm -hmm. like they have, we all have the same, very similar dreams, right? We all strive for happiness. And mm-hmm. from a young age, we're told that's what happiness is. And it truly does make you happy having a beautiful family with a beautiful, you know, husband and a, or wife and, you know, ch- children. Um, but the huge thing is that when you keep on working is that you don't want your performance to go down mm-hmm. on one side for work, but you don't want to be a bad mom. so there is that so what do you do you sacrifice yourself Mm -hmm. right and that's I think is the hard part and like finding an outlet for that is like a process you know it's not an overnight thing you really have to work on on you I, I think for example my husband he was like on a huge thing on a huge project a few months ago and I had to sacrifice a lot, like mm-hmm. weekends and, you know, after work, like after working hours, like I just had to, I knew I had to carry pickup, Sophie's yeah. care on my shoulders. Like mm-hmm. I knew that. So I did it. I, I did it expecting that he would do the same for when I have to work on the weekends mm-hmm. or, you know, because, you know, for him, it could be like certain times of the year. And for me, it's like constant, right? Like, mm-hmm my my side project my side my side projects are like constant they're Mm -hmm. not they don't it's not it's not seasonal and so he may have things to do during the year that you know need more attention so as long as that balance is there which you know seem to be working so far like Mm -hmm. I think we we can do it I think baby number two we both want it, but we just were trying just to see the logistics of it, meaning <laughs>
0: who's going to, how gonna are we going to care the for child? that baby? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah going to yeah, watch yeah. the
0: child? It's like yeah, yeah. the part of when you want to like expand and grow your family, it makes you so excited and happy, but you're like, like we have to take care of this child and like going back to those moments of like when you had like those sleepless nights and you swear that like, okay, I'm not going to be the only one getting up. Like we need to have a clear communication that there's both of us getting up. And that's that's the key to, I think, kind of reversing or changing the dynamics of the whole default parenting because we oh, don't yeah. want that for the second child or for it to continue, actually. We want it to be like a 50-50 dynamic. So I think moments where we think automatically to get up and do just because we're moms is when the partner needs to get up and do if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So instead of us just doing it without being asked, or it's just our intuition or whatever it is, like the partner has to start doing that too. And I think once we get to that point of not being the first one to get up, they'll start to understand like, oh, I need to help out. It's like, yeah.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Instead of just doing the default of everything, it's like, okay, this is where the stuff are. I'm not getting up to, as you said, like he knows that the milk is his job. It's like, It's the milk, it's getting the juice, the breakfast is going to be your job now, like the lunch is going to be your job. And maybe some partners need to be told every single time or a schedule needs to be written out. And that's just how it works for them. Because maybe too, like, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe their plate is very full, and their schedule like with dynamics and stress, you know, Mm -hmm. so maybe they need that extra reminder. So yeah I think that's I mean, that's a part of kind of breaking it you know
1: yeah no totally and it's just you know I've I, I tell him all the time and he laughs it off but I actually believe in this I think I've married a man but this as soon as I had a child my husband became my child also mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of I think a
0: lot I think that's definitely a saying like you have two children
1: Yeah. And so as long as you know that's in my head, I'm like, okay, I have to tell this person multiple times the same thing multiple times a day. And you know, and when it doesn't work, I just do it myself. And I'm just, Mm -hmm. you know, because getting angry is not worth it. Like Mm -hmm. because you burn so much, like negativity just drags you down. Oh, yeah. When just positivity just like lightens up your day and makes you more productive. But that's why I just stopped getting mad. Mm -hmm. I used to get mad every single time, and it was really unhealthy. Oh yeah, because you're
0: from from morning to night, and then the next day, and yeah. then the next day, and then when they finally like maybe the weekend comes and they're like, oh, they're, everyone's a good mood except for like mom. Like, what's going on? It's like this yeah. has started since Monday. This has started <laughs> since Monday. <laughs> Why I've been like progressively getting more and more angry because yeah. of all the things that needed to be done, and I just decided to take out the garbage myself. I decided to make dinner again or do groceries again or you yeah, know, yeah. it's like. It's after a while. It's like you can't just keep, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, and after think, a while, it it's, it gives.
1: Oh totally, and then you just, you know, one day my mom told me write down everything you do, right? And this was like in the beginning of the year when I start started valuing myself. She's like, just write down everything you do, literally for work, for little Z, for your house, as a mom, as a wife as a daughter, as a sister, like just write everything down. And Mm -hmm. I wrote it down and I started as literally just mom, like as a mom, what do I do as a mom? And I started writing, I started crying Mm -hmm. because I realized that if this was a different person and it wasn't me and I read, you know, uh, Miss X does this much in the day, I was shocked and astonished Mm -hmm. because I'm like, this person does this much. And I started realizing I first I started crying because I felt bad for myself for Mm -hmm. doing this much. And then later on, I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a boss. Like, how is it like so it, it, it it was like it turned, right? In the beginning, I was just so sad that me, I was doing all of this by myself without any help. But then that switched to, oh my God, I do all of this all by myself. I'm amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's when I started valuing myself, right? I think that's why I don't feel as upset as I used to about, you know, the default parenting. Um, It's just kind of, I've changed the perspective and that's my coping mechanism, right? That's Mm -hmm. how I've learned to move forward and be Mm -hmm. able to do things otherwise i would still be in the same boat like Mm -hmm. crying resentful you know not being able to have like a normal conversation with my husband other than you didn't do this you forgot this what about this again Mm -hmm. how many times do i have to tell you like yeah because that really damages the relationship right it does when you're just the only conversations that you were having can
0: be like nagging after a while it's like certain things and I know they even say this in children's books or like when you're dealing with like, um, like adolescents, some things you just let go. Like if you're constantly on your teenager about pick up your pick clothes, pick up your pick clothes, like after a while, it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So if you're nagging them about yeah. every single thing, like little things, sometimes it's like you just have to let some things go. You know, and then yeah. it's true what you're saying, just let the ha- this bring in the happiness and try to l- let go of like the resentment and and being angry because it's just it's it's not worth it for it to ruin your day and for it to continuously ruin day after day after day Um, but you need to eventually have that check-in point of you know like this has happened on Monday and this is how I felt about it this happened on Tuesday and like this is how I felt about it or do you have like I know my partner just like how you were mentioning that your husband has those times in the season where it's very stressful and my husband has the same where it's extremely stressful um so you kind of have to pick up that slack but you still have to have that those check-ins and say like i know it's a very stressful time for you but that doesn't take away from what i do every single day because my it's, god one thousand percent yeah right, just because yeah. it may not be like a monetary like i'm not bringing in tons well, and the, tons of money but yeah it's there's still value that we're both bringing and i appreciate your value but i also need to have some appreciation there too and realizing how hard it yeah. was so yeah. having those check-ins are key
1: yeah I literally like I, I agree with you 1000% like it's just you know those check-ins or just having a conversation like the simplest conversations are so important because there is work outside and there's work in the house like mm-hmm. in your home right As as in general you just have to just like the house needs maintenance like the relationship the family dynamics this needs maintenance so Mm -hmm. yeah that and then it doesn't matter like and I have this conversation with my mother-in-law all the time because my mother-in-law was stay-at-home mom her Mm -hmm. whole life oh wow after she had my husband like the whole time she was like she stayed home and she just stayed home and she always tells me you know don't stop working (laughs) yeah <laughs> you know those not stop working and because she's like because when you are a state you know stay home mom for the for, for the, the rest of your life you depend so much on your husband like financially because you don't bring in any money home mm-hmm. and I'm just like that is the biggest bull I've ever heard because you do so much like it's mm-hmm. exhausting like doing everything at home it's mm-hmm. so hard Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm just like I I I. That's why I say this to her, and she laughs. But, um, you know, I always because she's like it's too late for me. (laughs) I'm like, you know, so I always recommend. And this is crazy. I don't know, but you know, even if you don't have anything, even if and if you do have something, you know, when you get married or right after, I always believe in prenup or postnup, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell my husband that we are, we get to negotiate it every five years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That's literally in the, in our agreement. So I have him threaten. I'm like five years coming up, we're going to renegotiate, you know, now mm-hmm. because now I'm a mom, now I know. So like, I, you know, if you have something that you can like, You don't want to it, be like, it's a bargaining agreement, but it's like,
0: let's talk like, just let's get into it. Having those types of actual legal documentation are so important in a marriage. And I just want to like, just digress a little bit because (laughs) I saw this video on TikTok about this mom who was she had a kid around 17 years old with like an older guy. She had no financial background, had no bank accounts, but basically her partner controlled her financially, gave her a credit card that had like a $200 limit she had no control of her finances and she would like buy a sweater here and there, spend a little bit of money out of spite. And then she she would, he would be like, oh, well I have to bail you out now because you just, you know, spent money. She had no control of her finances. And I like, literally when I heard that, I was like, you always, it's not to like, be like, you're in a marriage. It's a partnership, but you still yeah. have to make sure that you're protected as a person and your partner oh God, yeah. wants to make sure that he's protected as a person too. And you don't want to be in that position where financially that person is controlling you or if it's vice versa. So I think that sometimes that has a lot to do with why women now still want to work just because to have that sense of security. And especially if you're like a high achieving woman who gave up so much, just being at home isn't enough. And it may not just be because of the paycheck. It's because, being at home, it's not fully one hundred percent engaging for your mind, right? It's right. not one hundred percent engaging right. for your mind. So there are right. a number of things, but yes, yep. having some type of an agreement and making sure that you know boxes are checked that you're going to be taken care of and that yes. person to be taken care of, kids are going to be taken care of. I think is important and vital to have those forms of documentation.
1: Yeah, it to having like it's vital to having like a, a healthy family relationship mm-hmm. and dynamics, because you know. God forbid something happens you, cause you never know, right? Mm-hmm. People say you marry your best friend and you divorce your enemy. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you just want to, you never know. And plus these are good opportunities like to, to revisit or to rediscuss the dynamics of relationship because just like a friendship or just like, you know, the relationship you have with your mom or your dad or your siblings the relationship you have with your partner changes over time, especially yeah. with these events that nobody tells you about. Nobody you tells know? you about it. It's really
0: just, it just changed. Like depending how long ago you've met this person, if it's like 10 years, 20 years. And I mean, we were talking about um, retirement stuff the other day and my husband's like, well, if you live until you're 95 um, and I was like, wow, like, think about that. Think about that. And I'm like, that's going to be like 60 more years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy. So yeah, if this is like forever partner, that's like sixty more years you're dealing with this person.
1: (laughs) So you know my my mother my 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 parents in law they just their their fifty year anniversary was this year, Mm -hmm. and we're all like her name is like Rosita, and we're like Rosita, how did you do it? She's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Oh my god! But it's it's just it's yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot but you know um Ray Dalio um he said if done correctly your spouse the relationship you have with your spouse will be the most important relationship you'll have in your life Mm -hmm. and I was like oh that's really beautiful all right you know because I heard that I think I was able to see my relationship not from the place that I was at that moment but mm-hmm. from a place from like above right
0: yeah so to the to this... like the 40 years from now
1: <laughs> yeah yeah to see this as a little part of our relationship because sometimes it's tough and I don't and Obviously, right now, I'm the one talking. So I'm giving you my perspective. But I am sure that if you talk to him and you ask him questions, he's going to be like, first of all, I participate like (laughs) (laughs) 40-60. And she's a pain in the butt.
0: (laughs) Oh, I trust me, yeah.
1: (laughs) So like, right? I mean, so I understand. So I just, it's just, it's a matter. I think key is communication. But Mm -hmm. sometimes
0: it's work sometimes it's you gotta so put hard. in a lot of work you gotta oh put God, in a yeah. lot of work for this and I'm I know like giving what up you're... a lot oh yeah yeah it's it's give and take I know people like compromise yeah. you can't compromise in a relationship it's a lot of compromise it's a lot of like no how Michelle Obama was like relationships aren't 50 50 and I mean we were talking about like the Obamas we were talking about like the Tom Brady and the Giselles it's never going to be 100% 50, 50, because I think both partners go through seasons where their personal life or career is going to pull them more than their family life. And then it could be like, yeah, vice versa. So I think at the same time too, and you don't want your child to ruin your marriage. And I know that can sound harsh, but you don't want like having children to be like, okay, I'm going to leave this person now and just have my kids. And it's like, you know, you want your horrible, yeah, you wanted you wanted your your life partner, and you wanted that family. And so, you know, you have to think about like, in the next, you know, 40 or 50 years, when your kids are moving on, and they have their relationships, you still want to have your partner, and you still want to be talking about how we raised these kids together, how we, you know, we had this house, and we had that other house, and all these beautiful things that, you know, we think about, uh, when we're younger, when we're, you know, trying to, like, build and grow our family. So you don't want Your marriage to ruin you know raising your child and you don't want your child to ruin your marriage either so it takes a lot of given a lot of give and take and a A lot lot. of work that has to go into it and sometimes it's letting go of like just like the petty stuff just letting it go but you still got to talk to them about it and say listen you know clean up your stuff (laughs) stop leaving stuff on the floor. Clean it up, or you know, take the or trash out. Take the trash out, or if we need to, if we need to, you know, you know, get someone to clean or get someone to cook or you know, take a little. Sometimes it's, you're just even bombarded with things at home, and you're like, "Can we just take a step back and like get a breather and get it just you know check in with each other again away from home? Sometimes you need that too to just take a step away from home and just like reconnect and be like, "What's going on with you? And this because mm. this is what's been going on with me. Cause right. when you're sometimes you're and if everyone's working from home and your home is now an office, oh, wow. you don't get like your home is not your home anymore when you're working from Forget home either. It. It's the office now.
1: It's partly an it's, office. Yeah. It's just I just I love him. I hate having him home, like work from home. Cause yeah. I work from home, right? And I have a system. Um but when he's here, that system just collapses. <laughs> I'm just like, no, come back <laughs> to the office. It's so much easier.
0: Like, it would be so much easier if you were in the office. Yeah.
1: Just FaceTime have- yeah. sometimes. Right? <laughs> oh, so my true.
0: gosh. Because then we have that cake. Gig- so then sad. you're able to, like, end the FaceTime. Sorry, I got to go. Does it end?
1: Yeah. A call, i meeting, bye. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, no, 1000%. <laughs> oh yeah. We laugh about this now. We're just having a a good laugh about now.
1: I know. I swear but, a year ago I was crying like, "Oh. Oh my gosh. So hard." When I look back
0: at uh I think when we were first talking, I think we were we were both so tired. I can speak for <laughs> myself. I was so tired and so exhausted. I so tired but I think the past year, like I've learned so much of just like definitely kind of having to like toughen up a bit Mm -hmm. more um I know my sisters might say oh you're a little bit more relaxed now but when it comes to like like the parenting and like getting help like you have to be a little bit more tough and a little bit more assertive so I think I've gained that in in the past year and and looking out for like myself like I need to be able to take care of myself too just like how you're able to unwind after work like you still have to be like a dad and a parent like I don't get to be like I'm going to unwind like it's not the same for moms I think sometimes
1: or when you're like the
0: default parent like we can't just be like oh it's five o'clock I'm going to unwind you know Mm -hmm. like it's we're still on so um
1: yeah I
0: think I've taken that initiative like you're doing this or like he's taken this on and I've taken that on and the whole give and take thing when times are busier with work um but you really have to find like that sweet spot and try to get yeah. into like that rhythm of a sweet spot where both you're kind of meeting in the center and right. you know
1: right when your expectations are met right it's like if this is a line like mm-hmm. if there's a straight line you just find a place where it both works for you mm-hmm. um even though it might not be the middle it's probably it, not going to be the middle
0: <laughs> exactly you're exactly the like the really being optimistic and like there's that center point there, but really it's like, you're always getting like inching a little bit more and then the partner's inching a little bit further back. And I think vice versa, Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of what happens in when you're, when you're doing parenting and if you're like working from home or stay at home and partly working and all those kind of dynamics um, you're, you're not always going to get perfection. It's not always going to be perfect. And if the parenting aspect is perfect, your home is not going to be in complete order like, your health, like, there's so many things to it, right? So right. it's important to, like, make sure that you get your boxes and your needs met. I think it's, like, number one.
1: Yeah. It's the only way you can keep mm-hmm. on going.
0: Otherwise, you'll go crazy. hundred percent. And, like, I guess on, like, theories as to why we think this happens, how, like, I know in the beginning you were saying just because we just took the role on, like, as soon as we have our child, we're just trying to do everything. And yeah. do you think that that is the main for cause sure. of just being like the default parent?
1: Exactly. Because for us, I think, especially like for you and I, right? I think it's it came on, it came natural to us, right? Mm-hmm. Baby crying, you get up. It's just like, you know, or baby fell, you get up. Mm-hmm. Or something, baby's doing something, you get up, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just an instinct. Where so, whereas our partners they probably like, so oh, she's getting up, okay, you know, okay, you got this, it's just you got this, you know. Maybe in the beginning, it's like not on purpose, it's, it's probably never on purpose, it's mm-hmm. just like n- because they were needed, but the moment they feel needed, I think they act on it. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was so tired that Sophie was crying like in the middle of the night, and I couldn't get up, I think I was sick. That's why I was so tired. So he just like, my husband just like got up. Like I didn't ask him. It was like the first time that I was actually stunned because he got up and he went to feed Sophie and carry her and put her back to bed. And they went to bed. Right? Mm. So I know, <laughs> but it, I think it only happened once. So, you know, I <laughs> was my lucky night. You're like, Oh, like you could do this. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's because I was, um, i was sick but they just need to know that they're needed right that they need to do this um Mm -hmm. like right now i think uh, maybe i should give him a little credit right now like (laughs) if sophie does wake up he does wake up now but we both wake up right Mm -hmm. like if if she wakes up some rarely she'll wake up in the middle because she has like a nightmare or something but um I think it's that it's it's the fact that we we are the you know we have the instinct to just do things Mm -hmm. maybe you know we like set boundaries in the very beginning and I think that's how the second baby is possible Mm -hmm. definitely setting setting
0: those boundaries being firm with it I think that will help I it was like it's especially when it's all new and so you're mm-hmm. learning and you're being a mom and you're just like, you're trying to be very attentive. <clears throat> you're trying to be very attentive. So I think mm-hmm. that's, that's part of it. Right. And you're just like, you want to yeah. be the mom and always come to the rescue of your child. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then as they get older and you're like, hey, there's another person that can come to the rescue too. So yeah. <laughs> we learn that as we get, I think more right. acclimated with having a newborn and then like an infant and
1: then a toddler. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes sense right like you're just you know you 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 know what to expect like your mm-hmm. expectations are already set so mm-hmm. you kind of know how to manage the situation where you go for your second one whereas the first one you don't know anything so you're just like in standby mode the whole time
0: yeah yeah, uh, yeah. exactly you're on your toes the whole time when you have yeah, a, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you have a new child so yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's definitely part of it um so I want to ask Angie do you have anything else to add any other advice that you'd give some new moms since we're we're not quite OGs yet, but we're two
1: years. (laughs) I know no, it feels like a long time ago. I think communication is definitely key. Communicating with your partner. Um even the smallest things, even having like a habit of you know, like you said, having like a communication, just communicate with your partner on a weekly basis um is really important even the stupidest thing like I watched this YouTube video or this TikTok or this reel and it was really funny mm-hmm. like just talking about communicating with each other about the problems but also things that are shallow and non-important just mm-hmm. to remember as that you're well. yeah to remember that you're humans and that mm-hmm. you laugh and you know to remember how you got to having a baby together right um yeah it's really important I think um also like valuing like having self-worth like knowing how much of a boss you are and how far you've come and you know just appreciating yourself for who you are I think is super important because in the beginning it might be hard but the more you do it the more used to it you get and the more you acknowledge it and it's all about acknowledging Mm -hmm. um you know your worth your value because you are amazing um you just have to acknowledge it and really mm-hmm. know that that's true
0: yeah mm-hmm. and it's not always associated with the things that you do it's just like you as a person like you're a mom like you're amazing just because you're a mom yeah
1: you know you created a child yeah it's a miracle exactly. <laughs> yeah so it's amazing
0: all those things really good to like appreciate that um yeah. so I think that's going to be the end of our episode but I know we're going to have another one. I'm sure (laughs) we're going to catch
1: up again. (laughs) It's always more, (laughs)
0: There's always more. So I want to thank you, Angie, so much for our deep conversations today. I hope this episode helps some new moms, some moms who are in the same stage that we are right now with toddlers, um, and that they had some good takeaways from this episode.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I love, I love being part of it. It's always a pleasure. And I just love um, sharing and talking to you, Trudy. It's so much fun. <laughs> I know
0: we have good talks. We have yeah, good we talks. Just... If
1: you enjoyed
0: this episode, please share it with a friend. Also, don't forget to leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at Sister, sister Podcast or my parent page, True Mommy and Me. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest. You can contact me via email, which you can find in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.